The power of God in you is greater than any stumbling block, obstacle, or hurdle you face in life. And by the way, you're going to face hurdles. <laughs> we said that. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him or her out of them all. And the Bible says, every place the sole of your feet shall tread, the Lord says, I've given Welcome to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Today's broadcast is How to Overcome Life's Stumbling Blocks. Pastor Scott is going to give you three principles to overcome these obstacles of life. Because with the Lord, there's always a way of escape. We are always victorious. Pastor Scott is joined with wife Marilyn and Maggie. Hello world. Hello USA. Welcome to our live broadcast, everyone. I'm Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church and Lighthouse Ministries here in Southern California. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hey guys, if you could take it, you can make it. How do you like that? <laughs> What's on your mind and heart today? Everybody's got something on their minds and hearts, right? The Lord knows your thoughts and concerns. He is intimately acquainted with all our ways. Hallelujah. He knows when we rise up. He knows when we sit down. He knows the number of hairs on your head. Thank goodness I still have hair. <laughs> hey, did you hear about the two guys who stole a calendar? They got six months each. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Say this with me. If my outlook looks grim, go ahead. Then just know something great is about to happen in my life. As I've preached so many times, revival is coming to planet Earth very soon. I believe it. An outpouring of God's spirit like never before seen and experienced. Joel wrote his book, and it shall come to pass afterward that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. I guess I do the dreaming. <laughs> and your young men will see visions. I'll pour out my spirit in those days, and whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And we believe millions are going to come to Christ very soon. Today I want to talk about how to overcome life's stumbling blocks. But first, here's Maggie to share a few things. Hi guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Yes. Um, huge shout out to everyone. Uganda, Ghana, Zambia, South Africa, Australia, the UK, wow, you got Hong that down. Kong, and USA. Yes. So thank you for being here with us today. We Not love bad, you. huh? We appreciate you. Hello, planet Earth. Um, yes. <laughs> and just a few, a few uh, quick housekeeping items. Um, we are so happy that you are part of our Lighthouse family. Yes. Um, it is not free to, to broadcast this, and uh, we appreciate anything that you can give us. Um, a great way to give tithings is through our app. If you go to the App Store or the Android App Store, uh, you can search uh, Lighthouse Church App LN, and from there you download our app. It's totally free to download. You have access to our e-Bible, news and events, um, and again, tithing. So thank you, we appreciate great. all your support. So it looks like you got a new hairdo. I did. Looks Thank very you nice. Linda's very pretty. Styling very nice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take our Bible, shall we, and hold them up. If you don't have your Bible, just hold up your hand and repeat after me. This is my Bible. This is my Bible. It was written for me. It was written for me. I am what it says I am. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I, have what it says I, have. I can do what it says I can do. Today my mind is alert. My, mind is alert. my heart is receptive. My heart is receptive. The spirit of faith and victory is rising up in me. I am growing in faith with God with men. The power of the word is changing my life. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. We have believed, therefore we speak. 
The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, the word of faith which we preach. That's the words of the Apostle Paul. Amen. It's a cold day here in Southern California, but then we're kind of wimpy, you know, because probably in other places in the world, it's a lot colder, <laughs> like Anchorage, Alaska or something. I don't know. But uh, it is kind of cool today, it's a little chilly. but it's not bad. All right. Praise God. All right, Maggie, let's do Psalm 3419. All right. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Amen. Okay. My Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him or her out of them all. God is a God of deliverance. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you and praise you for the word. Thank you for every person that's here present for this broadcast and those that are viewing and listening around the world. Lord, we pray a special blessing upon them as they hear the word of God and receive the word of God in their life. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We pray, Lord, that you would minister under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. What is a stumbling block? Webster's Dictionary defines a stumbling block as a circumstance that causes difficulty or hesitation. Anybody out there ever had a stumbling block in your life? <laughs> it's a hurdle. It's an obstacle. It's a barrier. It's a hindrance or an impediment. We all face stumbling blocks in life. In the book of Job, it says, Man was born to trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Just as the sparks fly upward in a campfire in the night sky, man was born to trouble. The world is always trying to put obstacles in our way. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> Sometimes it's those little things that get under your skin that really bug you, and then sometimes it's big things. But either way, we're overcomers in Christ. Amen? Praise God. Jesus said, in the world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And if Jesus overcame the world, we can overcome the world. And why? Because Jesus lives in us. Hallelujah. So we are overcomers. Victory can be obtained in every endeavor of life. The Bible teaches that. You know, some people, oh, I don't know about that. Well, let's see what the word says. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in, in every place. Oh, sometimes leads us in triumph? Always. Always leads us in triumph. Praise God. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. All trials and temptations are common to us all. Nobody is immune to trials and temptations in this life. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Really quickly, before I read that, I just yep. want to share, I, um, yes, I'm sure. reading from the New Living Translation. Very so good. I know mine might differ a little bit like from what that. you have. Yeah, so I just want to share what I'm reading Paraphrase, from. but it's, mm -hmm. it's great. I like it. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Now, I've been through some trials and temptations in the past. And uh, sometimes I felt like God was pulling that rubber band all the way <laughs> as far as he could go before it would snap. But, but God always did rescue me and uh, relieve me from those difficulties. But sometimes God puts us in a squeeze, in tight place, a hard place, because he's working on our character. And he's more concerned about your character than he is your comfort. He wants you to be comfortable, but he also wants you to change. Amen? And we're to be conformed in the very image of Christ. And so trials are used by the Lord to develop character in our lives. Amen. God, although always, makes a way of escape in our trials, obstacles, and stumbling blocks. But you have to believe that, right? You have to exercise faith and believe that God's going to deliver me. The Lord wants us to break through the faith barrier. I like that. To defeat and overcome our difficulties and struggles of life. 1 John 5, 4, whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory, even our faith. Probably my favorite verse in the Bible. Praise God. In the movie, The Right Stuff, did anybody ever see that? 
Didn't see it. Okay. It recounts the exciting days when daring young men risked their lives to crack through that seemingly impenetrable barrier uh, posed by the speed of sound. I've heard, I remember when the space shuttle came in, we heard oh, yeah. a sonic boom a couple times, didn't we? Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. To quote Hal Lindsey, prolific writer, as pilots approach that speed, great turbulence builds up against the airplane. And so the air literally couldn't get out of the way fast enough and piled up in front of the leading edges of the aircraft, causing violent buffering or buffeting. This also caused aerodynamic changes in the airflow over the control surfaces, which in turn made that craft almost impossible to control. So that would be pretty gutsy to get up there in an aircraft and come up right near the speed of sound and feel your plane about ready to just disintegrate. The controls would freeze and become inoperable and sometimes their functions would even reverse. Many brave men died in the conquest of what became known as the sound barrier. Then one day a World War II ace named Chuck Yeager, he came along, climbed to the cockpit of a little experimental rocket, pretty cool, huh? Powered uh, uh, and dubbed the Bill X-1, which was sitting under the belly of a B-29 bomber. <laughs> High up in the stratosphere, he dropped clear. He was thrown back against his seat as he ignited the rocket engines and rapidly accelerated forward. What the test pilots have nicknamed the demon that lurks at the speed of sound. As Jaeger accelerated approaching the speed of sound, the plane began to shake violently. It seemed that it would disintegrate at any second. The control stick shook so violently that Chuck, who had concealed that he had broken several ribs the night before, could hardly hold on to the control stick. Amazing. Just as it seemed the airplane was breaking up, there was a loud boom and a bang. <laughs> and all became quiet and serene inside the cockpit. The buffeting stopped, the controls responded again, and the mock meter had gone off the scale. Man had just cracked the sound barrier. Praise God. Now in the spiritual realm, we as believers need to crack the faith barrier. I like this. As we deal with the issues and stumbling blocks of life that try to impede our way to our destiny. Amen. We all have a destiny to fulfill. Faith always overcomes and gives us the confidence that we shall triumph in all things in this life. If you believe it, you'll see it and be victorious. Amen. That's what Jesus taught. One of the greatest men that overcame adversity was Moses. Moses, <laughs> the servant of the Lord, the man of God. He was spared at childhood from a vengeful Pharaoh. They wanted to kill him at childbirth. He was then accused of murder and fled into the wilderness. He challenged Pharaoh and defeated him with the power of God and signs and wonders. Praise God. And he led God's people out into the wilderness to do what? To go worship. That's why worship is such an integral part of our life in God, that we take time to worship, right? Amen? Yeah. And, uh, and then out there in the wilderness, he was given the law of God, the Ten Commandments, which are still as viable today as they were back then, right? Amen. He survived an insurrection. They tried to take him down out there as the leader. And the Lord defended him and swallowed them up in a great crack in the earth's surface. Touch not God's anointed and do his prophets no harm. He faithfully took the people of God to the border of the land of Canaan and promise. Did he get to go in? No, Moses didn't make it in. You know, Moses was the lawgiver. And the letter of the law kills, but the spirit gives life. So who took the people of God? Joshua, Yeshua, <laughs> and uh, the land of blessing and promise. But Moses lived to be 120 years. That's a good goal to go for. And he had perfect eyesight 
and the strength of a young man. Can you imagine that? The strength of a wild ox, the Bible says. Now that's, that's the anointing of God on somebody's life. That's the, that, the Spirit of God brings life to your physical body. Amen, in Jesus' name. Oh, I've felt the anointing on that. <laughs> Somebody got something there. Uh, and then he died on Mount Nebo, and they buried him. Actually, God buried him. Nobody knows exactly where the body is buried. And they mourned for 30 days and cried and mourned over Moses, one of the greatest figures in the Bible. Now, there's another great man that didn't let the stumbling blocks of life defeat him, and his name was Joseph. <laughs> he was uh, garnished and endued with great blessing and favor. You can read about it, the story of Joseph in Genesis 37. It begins there. The Lord says he was a successful man, and the Lord was with him in all things. Wow. So God does want you to be successful in this life. Some people think, oh, become a Christian, you're going to be a loser. No, you're going to be successful if you trust God. You know, this book of the law shall not a part of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that it may be observed to all that's written therein. Then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Amen. Praise God. So Joseph had great favor, and the Lord made all he did to prosper. That's why we confess that, right? I'm growing favor with God with man. <laughs> he was a dreamer of dreams, and you should never give up on your dreams, guys. God is the one that institutes those dreams in your life. And uh, he wore a coat of many colors given to him by his father, Jacob, who favored him. Now, you're not supposed to do that, favor one of your kids, but, but he did. Jacob did. And the brothers didn't like it, this coat of many colors. And uh, he dreamed a big no matter what the cost, Joseph did. And he stuck to his dreams. And because of jealousy and envy, and how sad that is, when that happens, he was taken by his brothers and thrown into a pit to succumb to death. <laughs> he then was traded into slavery, but overcame this adversity and became the overseer of Potiphar's house, who was a chief officer of Pharaoh's court. Guy, look at this guy, you know. He was promised in prison, or he was promoted in prison, excuse me, and appointed by the keeper of the prisoner to watch over all the prisoners. <laughs> How's that? He's a prisoner and he's watching over all the prisoners because God's favoring him. He had been given great authority, and whatever he did, the Lord made him prosper. Wow. Neglected and abandoned in prison, even though he'd helped a baker and a butler by interpreting their dreams, he eventually was released because he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams that had plagued him. And this is what Pharaoh said about Joseph. And this Pharaoh was not a godly man, but look what he says. Can we find such a man as this man in whom the Spirit of God dwells? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, it is much is God is showing you all these things. There's no one as discerning and wise as you. And you shall be in charge, I can't believe this, and over my house and over my people. And you should be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater. <laughs> then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. It's kind of a touching scene. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. I mean, that's why all the athletes wear those gold chains. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so he was set high above highest rank in Egypt. Now I want to give you three principles here to overcome the obstacles of life that impede your way. Let's look at number one. The power of faith defeats the obstacles of life. Jesus said, whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he or she shall have whatever they say. You you say it three times, you believe it once, but you got to keep believing and not doubting in your heart if you want to see answers to prayer. 
Praise God. Let's look at Hebrews 4, 1 and 2. Therefore, since the promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. In so you've got to mix it. the word with faith. Mm -hmm. If you don't mix the word from the Lord with faith, it won't work. And in the out there in the wilderness, we were talking about Moses with the people for 40 years, they wandered. Um, they didn't mix the word of God with faith. They fell into unbelief and doubt. And that's what destroyed them in the wilderness. And the only people that went into the promised land were the young kids, 19 and younger. And then Joshua and who was the other fellow? Caleb. Caleb. Those two went in because they believed God. Yeah. And they had a different spirit that really, truly trusted the Lord. A good report. A good report. Amen. Now let's look at 9 and 10, please. There remains, therefore, rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Now this is an important concept. A lot of Christians don't understand this. It's called the believer's faith rest. And um, you remember God created the world in how many days? Six days. And what did he do on the seventh day? He rested. He ceased from his work. And as believers, when we enter into the promised land of blessing, the believer's faith rest, we cease from our work and we enter into his rest. Amen? And that's where it becomes easy and light because it's the, the Holy Spirit doing the work on the inside of us. Right. And it's the work of faith. Amen? In the Old Testament, the, the priests would wear linen, not wool, in the temple because linen was a sign of the Holy Spirit working and wool was a sign of the flesh working. And so we want to... Stay strong in the spirit. Amen. Did you read 10? I don't know if we got. Yes. Okay, great. So we may need to word, mix the word with faith. We cease from our works and we enter into his completed rest. And I learned that secret years ago. And boy, it makes all the difference. Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Some people think religion's a burden. It's a bummer. You know, it's slavery. It's uh, No, it's a light place to be in. It's a, it's a place where you're resting on the arms of the Lord. And his faith is moving in and through you. Praise God. Number two, to overcome the stumbling blocks of life, you must keep your sight and faith securely upon the promises of God. And that's where a lot of believers miss again. There's over 7,000 promises in the Word of God. And many of them are in the Old Testament. And um, I love to stand on the promises of God and believe that all the promises of God are yes and amen, right? And any promise in that Bible is yours and mine if we're believers, and we can claim it. Amen? Divine healing, uh, prosperity, blessing in your family life, your marriage, your neighbors. All these blessings come on you uh, when you stand on the promises of God. The Bible says we're the head and not the tail. We're above only and not beneath. <laughs> I'd rather be above than below, wouldn't you? And I'd rather be the tail, I mean, <laughs> the head, not the tail. I don't want to be a tail. Let's look at uh, Deuteronomy 28. Two through six. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock. Amen. The calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. I love that. That's what you got to say every day. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed going out. <laughs> I'm simply blessed. Amen. Because of Lord, because of him and his imprint on my life. The Lord will cause your enemies or stumbling blocks who rise against you to be defeated before your face. And they'll come against you one way 
and they'll flee before you seven ways. I love that. And that doesn't just mean people. That could mean illness. That's it what I'm saying. Yes. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Any obstacle of life. Right. Any hindrance uh, that's, that's impeding your way, as we've been preaching on. Mm -hmm. Number three, you were created to be an overcomer. Let's look at Romans 8.37. You know, and by the way, there's two things I always preach on, almost always, if you've been around me long enough. One is faith, and the other one is victory. And those are my two themes that the Lord just puts on my heart to keep emphasizing over and over again. And it may seem a little redundant, but in actuality, you got to keep hearing and hearing it till it gets down on the inside of you. Yeah. Then when it gets down on the inside of you, it begins to work, yeah. right? Okay, Romans 8, 37. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. The Bible says super conquerors. We are super conquerors, guys. We, guys, we just don't believe that. But if we really believed it, nothing would stop us, right? The power of God in you is greater than any stumbling block, obstacle, or hurdle you face in life. And by the way, you're going to face hurdles. <laughs> we said that. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him or her out of them all. And the Bible says, every place the sole of your feet shall tread, the Lord says, I've given to you. I remember walking across a high school campus, Gar High School in Cerritos, California, and I had my little cart. I was a new teacher, and they gave me a cart. <laughs> I didn't even have my own room. I had to bounce around to different rooms. And I was, you know, everybody laughed at me. I had my little cart, you know, driving. But as I was walking across the quad, I heard the Lord say, every place the sole of your feet, Scott, treads on, I'm going to give to you. And that was years ago. Praise God. But all the promises come to pass. They may not happen today. They may not happen tomorrow, but they are going to come to pass. Well, get out there and get walking <laughs> and reap the benefits of a blessed life. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you and praise you for this word. A brief word, a short word, but hopefully a powerful word, Lord, that you would deliver us from our stumbling blocks and our hindrances in life, that we might be overcomers in this life. Now we're going to lead people to Christ. You're out there listening, viewing the broadcast, and uh, you've never come to Christ. Or maybe you're here in this backyard and you've never come to Christ. This is your opportunity to receive Christ into your life. Just simply pray this prayer and mean it, and Christ will come into your life just like he did in my life at age 14 on a balmy night in Palm Springs, California. Forever changed my life. Say, Lord Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose again on the third day. I know your blood cleanses all sins. I confess my sins before you, my wrongdoings, the things that I've done that have hurt you. And I receive the forgiveness of the Lord Jesus Christ right now in my life. Come into my life, be my Savior and Lord, and I'll follow you and worship you all the days of my life. In your name I pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. And if you're a Christian and you're out there and you know you're a believer, you know, if you died there, you'd be in heaven. But when you'd arrive, you might be a little disappointed because you didn't really walk with the Lord that close. Uh, and now it's your time to get back and be close to him. Pray this prayer if you want to come back to Christ and rededicate your life. Say, Lord Jesus, I've been away from you, been kind of doing my own thing, wandering around, but I want to come back. I want to draw near to you. And you said you'd draw near to me. I ask now, Lord, that you be my closest friend. And, and thank you that you're my savior and my coming king. In your name I pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. All right. Well, if you prayed that prayer, let us know about it. Messages. Yes, messages. Send us something that say, I prayed that prayer. My life is just going to change forever. <laughs> Praise Can God. Share a little thing? Sure. Um, when you were talking about faith versus works and you were talking about linen and wool. Yes. Um, the reason why they compare that is because linen is a light cloth and it lets you breathe easy. Oh, I like that. Yes. But the wool obviously keeps you warm and sweat so that's your works yeah the that's sweating the, and the, the sweat and the, and the, then the linen is like it lets you breathe easy so that's like the lord just taking your 
your burdens from you. You ought to be a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only good for a little blip. <laughs> that was good, Marilyn. Thank you. Very good. Um, you're blessed with supernatural power to overcome all things. And we'll see you this week on my mini broadcast. Blessings to you. Thank you for listening to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church Ministries. We hope that you're encouraged by the message and blessed. Go back and revisit the principles in the episode notes, as well as the verses. We hope that you have a great week in the Lord. Stay tuned for next week. We'll see you all soon. God bless.